I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of the week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. Episode 108, Throw the Flag Take 2, a little step behind the curtain. Is this our first redo of an episode? This is a f the first time we've had to do a complete redo. There have been times where we've had like premature, didn't hit the buttons, and we realized in 10 minutes we messed up. But yeah. this is the first we messed up like after recording an hour and her having to redo it. Episode 108, one of us picked a whole bunch of oopsie daisies, mm -hmm. uh, and that person was me. Sorry, guys. No episode last week. Because uh, I had the wrong setting on the microphone. Yeah, so it wasn't picking up the the uh, sound quality that you are our listeners are fond of. So we're redoing it. Fond of it used to. It's the money makers over here sounded like he was in the, the next room. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if it were me, we'd go with it. But we need free dog night over here mm -hmm. to be asmring into your ears yep so this this episode is a little bit of deja vu Hello, for groundhog, us but not you groundhog day for ASMR us college football a little podcast. bit of both i think i'm the only one that I'm doesn't just like groundhog. clicking you are hankins what are your thoughts on the movie groundhog day? <laughs> hey you know it's good enough i mean it's i don't think it's overrated as, uh, clap 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 yeah i think it's rated about it as well as it should be yeah it's fine. It's fine. I'm just in a weird position with Bill Murray in general. I mean, people have sort of ruined mm -hmm, him for mm -hmm. me. Um, anytime you hear something in Spirit Animal in the same uh, sentence, I'm always going to start raising an eyebrow. And you got a lot of what that going on. Spirit around. Animal. Bill Murray's my spirit animal, man. He's the only one that represents <laughs> me, man. He's not a tiger. It's <laughs> Bill Murray. Because he's quirky <laughs> like me. And he, he can smoke a yeah. cigarette. I like cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's so true. Bill Murray and French fries ate one. Nobody believed you. Oh, man. That is the one story I've heard is real. <laughs> but what does he whisper to her at the end of the movie, man? Oh, I yeah. know, because I'm a spirit animal. <laughs> Apparently, if you turn the sound up, you can just listen to what he says to Scarlett Johansson. And he says, I want to get that coup to yours. I really uh, want that coup I found out the name of that hotel. It's VIP Inn and Suites. <laughs> it's been renamed and rechristened. <laughs> to a conversation we Brought were having. Brought to you by VIP Inn and Suites. Right there. Um, when you need to get your freak in on the weekend. Right there on the corner of Weatherly and Memorial Parkway in South Huntsville. Kind of yeah. near the Dairy Queen and... There's a Dairy Queen on South Parkway? Yeah, yeah. It's new. The Dairy Queen's new. Mm -hmm. And that Ryan's has now been rechristened as Casey's Home Cooking. Mm, interesting. So right there, if you need to 
rent a hotel room for an hour, go over to the buffet, then get some Dairy Queen. You can do all three right there. That's that's just a good Thursday afternoon, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a free dog night, am I right, guys? <laughs> oh, episode 108, throwing the flag. Well, I just need to tell the people what I told y'all. Um, there's still about 20 minutes on the clock in Liverpool, Manchester United, so... If you hear me ranting and raving for some reason, I'm just going to apologize in advance. Richard's going to definitely understand because I know that dude's going Hankins, crazy. What is right the score? Now. Is it nil to nil on the pitch? It is nil yeah, nil yeah, 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 on the pitch uh-huh. in the 73rd uh, minute. Yeah. What kind of kits are they wearing? Uh, Manchester United is wearing their primary sure. kit, Liverpool is wearing their secondary uh-huh, kit. Uh-huh. Classic Liverpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,. We are rating the coaches for the second consecutive episode. This mm-hmm. is our favorite off-season uh, segment. Uh, the very first segment, so nice we did it twice. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Rate me. Last episode, we did the ACC. Uh, I handed out a lot of statues. You did. Only. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we get in too deep, what is Rating the Coaches? Rating the Coaches is our favorite Is our favorite uh, off-season segment where we rate the coaches. Rate, rate the head coaches. Rate the head coaches, not not the coordinators. Sometimes the coordinators get fired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have a. Because if we tried to rate the coordinators as Alabama fans, this podcast would take seven <laughs> hours. <laughs> we have a zero to six scale. And most of them would have changed by the end. But of really, it. it's it's a one to five scale that's been extended and amended. It used to be a one to five scale because that's the logical thing mm-hmm. to do. But if you really want to get confusing and you really want to keep people guessing, keep them on their toes. Sure. You add a zero. You add a six. Yeah. But there, there's no decimals in this scale. <coughs> it's just a hard integer base. Sometimes there scale. are decimals, but then. I think second of them and change them. So if we start with the classic one to five scale, is it ascending or descending? It's ascending. So starting at the bottom, because we hear, and then that's being the worst. And the five is the best. What's Drake's real name? Doesn't he have like Aubrey. Aubrey, that's right. Degrassi was such a good show. It was, man. It was until about the fourth season. Then it's they like had a scooter, like shot somebody. They or had to like reboot it with you know the kids were getting too old. They were aging yeah, out, so sure. they rebooted it, and the new kids weren't as good. Zero to six ranking zero. So because we're ascending, so zero we're ascending. is the worst that you zero can get. is the absolute worst. And as per the course with a lot of these descriptions, there's a real rating, and then the Donald Trump. Sure. Uh, our rating. 45th president. Sure, yeah. Because we elected a... Donald uh, John Trump. Zero is a brick through the window slash reparations. And if Donald Trump were to assign a uh, one of his famous quotes to a zero, it'd be, Your window has expired. 
<laughs> Payment from you is required. There you go. Which is a play on his famous quote from The Apprentice. You're fired. Which is, number one, back up the moving trucks because you're fired. Sure. So a one is plain old, you're fired. You're done. We, we believe your rating no longer warrants your services. You're out of here. But the zero is even worse is you're fired and... You get a brick through your window, yeah. mm-hmm. and you owe us your coaching salary mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Very, very infrequently do head coaches get a zero. Yes. The Bill Curry Memorial, zero. Mm-hmm. Number two is fire the coordinators. You, oh, that's, they're fired. They're fired. We're not ready to get rid of you yet, but you got to make some changes. Number three is stay the course. That is, you're still hired. You're still hired. So that's pretty good. That means we like what you're doing, but uh, we're not going to extend your contract. We're not going to give you more money. We just stay the course. Number four, we like you. We want you to stick around. We're going to do something to make sure you stick around. Extend the contract. You desired. That just means, you know, we're opening up the bank a little bit to thank you. Uh, maybe giving you a couple more years, maybe giving your coordinator some more money, but we like what you're doing and we want you to stay. We don't want you to be poached. Number five, we've already extended your contract. Money means nothing to you. You already have millions and millions of dollars. We're building a statue for you. Yeah, admired. And number six, you have your statue. You have your money. You have your coordinators. What else could you want? Well, I'll tell you what, Free. We're going to rename the damn stadium after you. Wow, so that is a six, the highest of the scale, which the Donald Trump famous quote is, when you retire, we'll name the stadium after you because you admired. Sire. Sire. <laughs> All right, let's get started here. So zero being the worst. Zero, zero to six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this, this week we're doing Big 12 and Independence because there's like four teams in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let's start with the independence. Army was, uh, they've been on a hot streak uh, lately, the past couple of years, with their, both uh, in the regular season and against their main rival, Navy. Uh, Jeff Monken, which is a very fun name to say, has been their head coach really since is. 2014. He makes under just under a million dollars, which is low for a head coach, but it's, it's the Army. Uh, Thirty-five and twenty-eight does not sound great for five years. However, in the past two years, he has been ten and three, and eleven and two. I believe the f- the only two-year streak of ten win seasons in Army history. If not the only, then certainly yeah, the first since, since like nineteen twelve. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> last year, I think we all extended his contract. This year, I'm definitely doing it again. Yeah, he has definitely broken uh, Navy. Navy had like a, I don't know, 12 to 14 year winning streak oh, over yeah. the Army. Um, he's broken through with that and not only just been able to beat Navy consistently, he's also taken Army to the next level. Uh, 11 wins and 10 wins in back to back seasons. That's pretty amazing. Uh, I know their schedule isn't great. They, they'll play one or two pretty good teams a year. This past year, they took, over to, uh, they took Oklahoma to overtime. Uh, they lost the game, but still, that was a really good performance. So yeah. I agree with you. We are extending the contract because we don't want this guy to be poached. He's a good fit at Army and all that jazz. And he's likely even going to look even better after next year because the Army schedule is nothing and Michigan in week three. So if they surprise Michigan, they yeah. could they could go 12-0. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hankins, what do you think? 
I'm extending that contract too. I mean, that that number of wins at a service academy, I don't care who you play, ain't easy. Um, no, just extend the contract to do doing good work. And I mean, for them, breaking through that Navy wall was giant, yeah. and he did it in spades. So yeah, he's fine. I am patiently waiting for him to not have a great year. So free can give us a headline that includes "Not my monk and not my circus." It's <laughs> pretty good headline. Oh, <laughs> I learned from the best. And free is the best when it comes to New York Post esque headlines. Uh, the other independent, which there used to be like five or six. Yeah, there's not many independents. BYU like... joined a conference. Navy joined a conference. Mm. But here's Notre Dame, the only non-service academy that is "quote unquote" too good for a conference. Brian Kelly is their head coach. He's been there for, this is going to be his 10th season. He's been there since 2010. I can't believe one-seventh of my life, two-sevenths, mm. two-sevenths of my life, Brian Kelly has been the head coach of Notre Dame. <laughs> Seems crazy when you say yeah, it Yeah, he's loud. put some consistency there that they were had been trying for a while to replace Lou Holtz and had been going through coaches every three or four years. Um, They're still probably paying Charlie Weiss. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's hard to figure out what his salary is because Notre Dame's a private university. It's probably more than the 1.6, which is sort of the last sort of public designation of it. This past year, they went 12-0, and made it to the playoffs, lost in the first round. Got killed by Clemson. They got killed by Clemson. One of two teams that got sure. killed by Clemson in the playoffs. And that's <laughs> following up a 10-3 and three season the year before, which has the weird back end if we're looking at a three-year window with a 4-8. and eight. So 4-8 and eight to 10-3 and three to 12-1. and one. That's definitely signs of improvement. Um, apparently his attitude and his anger management <laughs> issues have gotten better. He's less red-faced. He le- looks less and less like a drunk Irishman uh, on the sidelines. <laughs> But all that being said is, eh, he still doesn't wow me. Whenever Notre Dame plays an A-caliber team, I'm still not impressed. I'm not extending the contract. I'm just going to stay the course and give him a three. You know, he's he's technically the winningest coach, winningest active coach in college football, but He's 231 and 91, which is an insane record, but I think like 150 of those wins were at like Grand Valley State Mm -hmm. University or Mm -hmm. wherever he coached before Ball State or was he at Ball State before? Central Michigan. Central Michigan was the previous stop. He's only 60 and 34 Mm -hmm. at Notre Dame, which is insane. You take away the... uh, 22 and 4 record over the past two years. And then you throw out the 12 and 1 the year that they lost to Alabama. That's what, a third of his wins? That means he's not counting the last two years. He's 38 and 34 at Notre Dame. Oof. Not good. That's Ooh. not Oof. good at all. I'm staying the course just because who the heck is out there? Um, he made it to the playoffs. I don't see how you can fire somebody who made it to the playoffs. Um, you know, his recruiting is consistently in the top 15. Sure, why not? Who cares? I hate I hate you, Notre Dame. He's as good as they're gonna get. Um, the fact that they have been in the you know been in the championship, been in the playoff, that's something that quite frankly I wouldn't have predicted ever no. for them again. I thought that they would you know we argued a long time ago where they're a national brand, and I think they're still a national brand, but it's sort of a propped up false yeah. one. But you know, stay the course. There's no reason to extend his contract because nobody's coming for him. Um, he ain't going nowhere. You you just keep riding it out. The fact they didn't fire him after the four and eight 
means that they will probably just stay the course in perpetuity until he does something super crazy or, you know, retires. So, yeah, just keep it And rolling. by then, I mean, it, Urban, they were in the playoffs. I mean, I, that's that's not nothing. Yeah, sure. And by then, Urban Meyer's boo-boos will feel all better and he can coach again. <laughs> <sighs> Making fun of brain tumors here. Only, only the top-notch analysis. I got a cool brain hat. I got a new brain hat I can wear during the games. It'll keep me vertical all the time. I won't have to go perpendicular. Oh, man. And I'm ready to coach Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, God. Purdue just scored another touchdown. I got to lay down. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, come here. Come here and coach this game for me. Well, with that, let's move into the Big 12. Uh, we have four new coaches. Mm-hmm. Let's knock them out first. Let's knock them out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Creel, why, why don't you lead us through the Big 12 here? Sure. So our first uh New head coach is at the University of Kansas, Les Miles. Love it. Who Love returns it. to coaching after being out of the business for two or three years doing TV ads and... Dying his hair. Dying his hair, and he was in that movie about the Challenger disaster. Thank God, finally. Finally. They listened to, they listened to millions of Americans who sure. said, we need a Challenger movie, mm-hmm. a movie about a spaceship. Speaking Fresh. of challenges... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We can't just... That's a thing that happened. Les Miles, grass-eating former head coach of the LSU Bayou Bengals, the Mad Hatter himself, was in a serious film about a serious subject playing a serious role. How did we get here? It's a weird, it's a weird situation. And from the trailer, which is all I'm going to watch. And Superman movie, was in that movie. Yeah, Dean Cain. Oh man, mm-hmm. was that Dean Cain? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Henry Cavill. That's the only. God, I wish I it was have. Dean Katie. Do you know how great God, that would have been? been? Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Ripley's Believe It or, or Not Gene with Katie, Dean I blew it. I blew it, guys. Uh, no, I think there's a brand new host. I think they rebooted every couple years, but he is no longer the, the the host. He was when we were in college, like 2000 to 2003. If you were to tell me Steve Harvey is hosting Ripley's Believe It or Not on the Would Spike, you believe would, it? I would, even believe, would believe it. it. I would believe it or not. <laughs> uh, Les Miles, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I, I, love, I love the higher... I've said this plenty of times. 65 years old. He's making just under $3 million. It's the best Kansas is going to get. Uh, but, you know, new coach. I'll give him a three. Yeah, it's a three. Oh, Biggin did well there. I think Les <laughs> can do even better. Um, so, yeah, it's a three for me, too. This one's a little bit tough because his overall record is pretty good. He's 144 and 50-something, which that's pretty good. But he did it at LSU where there was no in-state competition. He took over from Nick Saban and built that thing up, and he was just there, and he just sat in the driver's seat. And then after Nick Saban's recruits graduated out, it was a whole lot of meh. Sure. The offense was always kind of meh. Defense was chock full of NFL talent. Defense was always good. Offense was just kind of meh. And in the Big 12, you need offense. He's not going to win at Kansas with a defense that can hold their <clears throat> hold opponents to 30 points a game when... Yeah. Les Miles can't ever score more than 14. Sure. So for me, this hire was uninspired. So for now, he's got to fire his assistant. Fire the coordinators that he just yeah. hired. This, this to me, this doesn't warrant a three. It warrants a two. They could have done better. Does Do you think Les Miles knew that a two was coming from you, so he hired, like, garbage Maybe so. coordinators? Maybe he so. He hired, like, two cousins of his... Yeah. And then waited for the real coordinator. He had those black NASA ladies do a quick calculation of what free would be likely Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. uh, 
given, um, so he reacted accordingly. Shitting figures. That's mm-hmm. my whole story. Mm-hmm. So the other state university in Kansas has a new coach. Two new coaches for both. Yeah, uh, K-State. Um, we have Chris Kyleman, Go who is taking over, uh, taking over for the legendary Bill Snyder, who actually has the stadium named after him, so it's big shoes to fill. You snided. You, you got snided by Kleinman. Um, this dude's going to make $2.3 million. He comes in being the FCS or Division Two champion at North Dakota State. Four or, time. Four time at FCS. So he, he's got a bit, a bit of a football pedigree. He just hasn't had his shot to do it in Division One yet. Uh, for me, this is a three. Just hold yeah. the course. Let's see what he can do. Hard three for me as well. Yep. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Big game when they do play Kansas, though. That's a that's a. It's gonna be one. fun to watch. Battle of the new mm-hmm. guys. Um, let's move down to Texas Tech, who last year, uh, you guys wanted to throw brick windows <laughs> or throw bricks through the windows of. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, the hot. I think it's because we were jealous he's such a cutie patootie. He is very hot. Looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> he's now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, which is... So he got a promotion and less, more money and less work. It's so weird because good-looking white guys which very rarely somehow... fail up in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, somehow more crazy than Les Miles being in a Challenger movie is Kingsbury <laughs> is the head coach of the Arizona As Cardinals. As a 49ers fan... Bring me all your garbage head coaches into the NFC West, please. That's what you need. So he takes over for Kingsbury. Uh, Matt, this guy's name is Matt Wells. He's 39 years old, makes $3.1 million. Is this the guy that came from Utah State? Yeah. Uh, So his offenses at Utah State were always pretty good, so he seems like a good fit. Good fit. Utah Um, State went like 10-2 and last year. Yeah, so this is a three. Yeah, three for me. Yep, three. Uh, I will say this conference is Matt heavy. Uh, trying to infringe on our gimmick here on this they podcast. Are. There's a lot of mats in this dumb conference. They have more mats than we do. 30% of the Big 12 is head coached by a gentleman named Matt. Mm. Well, let's move to the only school coached by a Neil. Apparently, that's still a name. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to West Virginia. I thought we retired Neils. I thought we did too. At least spell it N E I L. Oh god. Am I right? Neil. This guy spells it N K N. Apparently that's the name. Um I think that's what they're calling us in the streets these days. Watch out. Across the street, honey, there's some Neils over there. So West Virginia's mullet mullet haired coach left for Houston. Yeah. So they went down, so West Virginia interviewed uh, Neil Brown, who had pretty good success at Troy. Yeah. And he's taken over, making $3 million a year, 35 and 16 record. That's pretty good. I love Neil Brown. I'm actually, I'm surprised that he's 47. I thought he was younger than that. He but does look pretty young. He looks very young, 35 and 16 at Troy. I, I love the hire just because I, I love what Neil Brown did at Troy. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do at West Virginia. I think that there's going to be... I worry that there's going to be a short, uh, short fuse for him uh, in at West Virginia, just because there's going to be a lot of Mountaineers fans who are used to seeing Will Greer thrown around, Dana Holgerson, uh, who was a good coach, fine coach. Uh, so I hope they give him a little leeway because I think he can, I think he can do some stuff if he brings in the right uh, coaches. But you know, he's a new coach, so number three, he's he's three for me. Hankins, what do you yeah. think? Do you- yeah, I think Sean got it right. I think that style is going to be his biggest enemy. Um, if he can figure out a way to 
make it look like what West Virginia fans have come to know of West Virginia football. He probably will get a little runway. Um, but if he comes in there and tries to upset the apple cart or a uh, couch cart, as it were, <laughs> there, um, he they will be burning shit. But, yeah, it's a three. Do you think he'll be there That's, for that Alabama series? That was series? the question I was going to ask. So, yeah. Alabama and West Virginia have signed a home-and-home home series for 26 and 27. So, seven or eight seasons from now, will will we see Neil Brown on the sidelines? I think he'll still be there. Mm, I'm going to say it's 50-50, but... Not much better. I don't think he's getting fired. I don't think he's going anywhere okay. else. Okay. Um, because where can you go after West Virginia? Yeah. Come on. And I think you guys hit it. This is just a three. I think <laughs> it's, it's a good hire. I hope he's a good fit. Hope hope the best for him. Absolutely. And, but I hope he changes his first name. Use some of that three million dollars to go down to the probate office and at least fill like, out that form. Like be a Keith or an Allen. Get or a something. little bit better. Yeah. Keith. All right, who else we got? Uh, so that's all of our new head coaches. So we will go back to the top of the alphabet with our old and cold coaches. <laughs> At the University of Baylor, we have Matt Rule, who will be entering his third season. His first season, he took over after uh, a lot of sexual allegations in the football program. From just, Baylor. Yeah, for, at Baylor. His first year, he went 1-11, <laughs> and then the last year, 7-6, and six, so a nice improvement. His recruiting is in the 30s. You know, that speaks pretty good volumes to get some talent to sort of for, forget about the uh, problems at Baylor. <laughs> forget about it, am I right? Hey-cha-cha. <laughs> what was Baylor's... Yep. So Baylor's record in 2016, the year before uh, Matt Roll got there and Art Bryles They started out, I think, 5-0 and or 6-0 and that year, and then they collapsed. And they ended up 7-6, and which yeah. was their 2000... Why did they go from 7-6 and to 1-11? I mean, they still had the personnel there. I think it was just a lot of clearing house. Oh. I mean, Baylor didn't... Yeah, a lot of stuff went on. There was a lot of things that yeah, went on. Yeah, stuff went on, but they didn't get rid of any of their players. That's why they're such a shitty shitball school. <laughs> well, uh... In as much as he's very good at covering up sexual misconduct, our bros is really good at coaching football too. It's true. Yeah, there's a bit of transition, a bit of a honeymoon period. Um, <laughs> but as I've said on this show before, you gotta do it twice. Gotta do it twice for me to be nice to unleash the vice that's in control of the bank, where I store the tank. Oh, if boy. you want to be thanked, oh boy, with some money. <laughs> So I can't give this guy an extension oh of the contract God. or any sort of boost in salary oh just yet because one and eleven and seven and six not enough data points for any sure. sort of extension. So this is just a three. We're gonna hold the course. I want to see another bowl appearance, and I'll think about opening up the money to make sure you stay. He's a four for me. I'm extending that contract uh, to go from one and eleven to seven and six. He's their guy. He came over from, from Temple, I think. Um, you know, every year that Matt Rule quietly coaches Baylor to a bowl is one year removed from people not thinking of the awful shit that went down in Waco three years ago. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm clearly the bleeding heart of this podcast, so you all knew I would extend this dude. I mean, my God, he had to live his whole life with a stupid H in his last name, and I know people yeah. were relentless about that. Yeah, give him his money. It, it, he, we barely mentioned Baylor last year, and that's exactly what they need right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. So now we're we're going to move from Baylor to Iowa State and talk about the second of the Mats in the conference. My favorite coach in the conference. Matt Campbell. Love him. 
who is a ripe 39 years old. Oh, God, so gross. He's been, the, he's, been at, he's been in Ames, Iowa for three seasons. His first year was a 3-9 and nine record, followed up by back-to-back 8-5 and five records, which you know I like. I like the back-to-back. You love back-to-back. Twice so as nice. Twice as nice. So I'm going to be nice because you did it twice. We're going to extend the contract. I'm going to give him a four. Yeah, you know, I, Hankins was the only one who extended the contract last year mm-hmm. for him. Um, we stayed the course because not enough data points. Sure. But it's Iowa State. Um, Matt Campbell uh, turned down the Jets uh, for even an interview. People love him down there. He's, you know, he, he's made it clear that he wants to stick around. Uh, 19 and 19 over three years is not great, but, uh, you know, he's shown improvement. Uh, he cracked into the top 50 of recruiting this past year. Um, he's got to bring up those, you know, points per game, especially in the big 12. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're not, you're, you're not going to win too many games in the big 12 if you're scoring 27 points a game, but I think he's the right fit there. I'm extending the contract as well. I don't know what the Iowa, uh, pension plan is like for state officials, but it must be fucking great <laughs> because Ferentz has hung around there forever. So I think Campbell's on that same plan. So I'm just going to keep extending that contract until he screws something up. I think they are a match made in corn heaven and that I don't think he's going to do better than he can do at this school anywhere else. I think he's probably a three-year guy somewhere else. And they're like, yeah. oh, why do we hire this lunkhead? Um, and I think there that eight and five makes them happy. And if he can get – he will he will probably get to a 10-win season at some point, And I think they'll build a statue for him. So I'm extending that contract. Pretty good. Uh, next we're going to move to the University of Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley. I still can't believe how young Lincoln Riley is. He is a – He's not ripe yet. He's only 35 years old. It's so gross when you talk about grown men as being ripe. He will be entering in his third season in 2019. (laughs) He has posted back-to-back 12-2 and seasons and back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. Lincoln Riley is six months younger than I am. Yeah. That's disgusting. It is. Um, He has had very prolific offenses. Like I said, two Heisman Trophy winners, more than 40 points a game. Uh, been, been in the playoffs in back-to-back years. Uh, for me, last year, I extended the contract, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, so not only are we going to extend the contract, we are going to build a statue. You're going to build a statue for him. <laughs> not for him. Or not of him, but yeah. for him. And it's going to be statues of Baker Mayfield. Okay. And Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Goodness, I couldn't think of his name. We're going to build statues. Five foot nine, Kyler Murray. Uh, of them for Lincoln Riley to make him stay. Because he's building a legacy of Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Um, he's obviously a great offensive mind. I think he's going to be uh, back in the playoffs this year with Jalen Hurts. So we're going to extend that contract, build them statues, and keep them in Norman. Is it is very it's nuts. Nuts. Uh, like, I, I'm going to extend this. I was going to say extend the statue um, is what I was about to say. I'm going to extend the contract as well, which I think they're actually doing in real life for every year he's there. He gets just an automatic right. raise. Like you get like a, and it's, it's a big number. It's like $700,000 or some shit. Just like, yeah, you get a raise. But I mean, Yes, keep him there because he is exactly what you need. Uh, I don't think they could have even wished for a better transition from Bob Stoops. Um, This is as good as it could possibly get. 
Yeah, he's going to have to win a championship at some point. But literally, we said that about Stoops, too, because he kept you know pecking yeah. around at it and not getting quite there. He's got to get one. Um, that fan base will be fine with one. Yeah. Um, but they are going to have to dig their claws in because if Kingsbury is not a complete failure <laughs> and if Sean McVay can duplicate his success – it is going to be open season on all hot-bodied white throw them arounds, <laughs> and they're coming for him hard. For sure. Maybe even Jerry – if Jerry Jones decides to come mm-hmm. for him, my God, oh, what God. those poor people will have to deal with. So, yeah, they better extend that. Yeah, and he was rumored to be uh, the Cowboys coach, you know, this offseason if, if, if Dallas ended up firing their head coach, which they did not. Um, yeah, I, seamless transition from Stoops. It, it's the best that you can hope for uh, when a successful coach leaves. Um, you know, for a, a school like Oklahoma to not go after a proven winner and just hire their offensive coordinator was a risk that is a risk in any situation, and it certainly paid off. Um, <laughs> it's funny because he, he makes $4.8 million a year, and he's still the fourth, only the fourth highest paid mm-hmm. out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, coach in the Big 12, 35 years old. Oklahoma is a destination school. I don't think he he would go anywhere else. Um, just make him happy so he doesn't go go pro. Uh, extend the contract for whatever the hell he wants. Give him six million. Yeah, it is a weird. That is an odd thing that they did. Stoops did that. They went and got the offensive coordinator that we were kind of skeptical of. Uh, and Ohio State just that. We might be seeing sort of a seed change in. We've said a lot of times when we're doing this, like, oh, if you fire him, who the hell yeah. are you going to hire who's out there? I think we're finally starting to see that reach fruition. Is like they've realized there is nobody else out yeah. there that's a big right. name. The big fish are all are all r- too ripe or, <laughs> or <laughs> so they're just gross. not going to work there. So. so gross to me. It is something to watch. Speaking of ripeness, <laughs> we are going to move down the road from – Norman to Stillwater to someone who I believe is um, has mold. Oh, he's uh, got mold, baby. He's a he's a brown banana. Yeah, <laughs> definitely showing some some wear and tear. Uh, Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State, who has been the head coach, he is the oh, was, he's almost the dean. Almost, he, he's the vice dean of the Big Twelve. Uh, he is no longer 40. He's no longer 50. He's 51. He's 51 years old. Uh, uh, his record is 121 and 59. So that's, you know, winning to sneeze at, two-thirds of his games. Yeah. Uh, the past three years, three years ago, 10 and 3. Two years ago, 10 and 3. This past season, 7 and 6. For me, he's worn out his welcome. T. Boone Pickens has <laughs> got to realize that this isn't working. This experiment of this homegrown hero. He hasn't been able to push him over the hump. Oklahoma's rocking and rolling. They're the second banana in the state. Second brown banana. Well, the first banana is ripe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Not that's quite right. ripe. Not quite <laughs> ripe. But better than an old and moldy banana. So you got to split this banana and get him out of town. We are, you fired Mike Gundy. Make like a banana and split. Mm-hmm. Now, when we did take one of this episode, mm-hmm. he was twos across the board. He was, yes. And then mm-hmm. mid-recording, Hankins sent us a video of Mike Gundy dancing. Mm-hmm. Which I imagine you can pretty much find if yeah, you just Google 
Mike Gundy dancing. Uh, he went from a... T- well, you're going to get a lot of results from that, because that guy dances oh, a lot. I, so, so what do you type in, Hankins? Mike Gundy dancing 2018? Were they at a car, yeah, car dealership or something? .com. I think they were at a... It looked, I don't know if it was a car dealership or it looked like, like maybe a local morning news show, because he was dancing with what looked like an attractive... Uh, Newsreader or uh, presenter, as he, they're called. There was a lot of places. like janky legs. He did a lot a of lot janky of flossing. legs. <laughs> you know, he was flossing. Um, uh, he, just seeing that video, he went from a two to one to me. You know what? I'm, I'm changing it to a zero. Brick through his window. <laughs> Whoa. He's God damn. I, the gimmick is no longer I, working. For I, I hate. The I hate Mike Gundy. I've said it several mm-hmm. times on this on this show. Uh, he's an embarrassment to the to the to the school. If I was in Oklahoma. State died in the wool, live and die with the team every week and during the off season. I would fucking hate Mike Gundy's guts. I the the mullet is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. The way he carries himself is embarrassing. Um, everything he does is is just a stain on the school. And for a school to have the resources they do, you know, there was that one one close call with the national championship yeah. that they had. That thank mm-hmm. God they lost to, mm-hmm. Iowa, to Iowa State, Iowa State, yeah. and let Alabama in. Brick through his window. Give me back every penny you've ever made at Oakland wow. in, in Stillwater. Wow. I hate your guts, Mike Gundy. Um, Sean is absolutely right about Mike Gundy. I share all the same sentiment he just expressed. However, I can't ignore two ten and threes back to back. I'm going to let him have this one. I'm going to give him a two because I think something has to change. Um, they are consistently missing the mark. Something's got to give. Um, seven and six this year really is much worse than it even looks because my God, they play in the Big yeah. Twelve and they don't play anybody out of conference. No. All those things, and then there was that year where they lost on that play that shouldn't have been. Like the time should have run out, or there was something last yeah. year um, where it was against Central Michigan or somebody. It wasn't. Yeah, and there was a hail mary or something, and it yeah. shouldn't have yeah. happened. Yeah. And he kept referring to his team as undefeated, which was infuriating. So, again, I want to stress, Sean Majors is correct. But I just in the face of the data, I have to give him a two. But it's a, it is the sternest of two. It's a crossed-armed, raised eyebrow two. So, let's move from the vice dean of the Big 12 to the dean of the, all head coaches in the Big 12, Gary Patterson at TCU. Also, if you're Neil Brown, Dean is also an acceptable first name. Agreed. Yeah. You already got the EA in there. Yep. And um, Mr. Patterson. Mr. Patterson. Coach Patterson? <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Patterson. <laughs> he has been at TCU since Dennis Francione left for Alabama. He's been there since 2000. Uh, so that's, what, 18, 19 years? years? He's 58 years old. He started there when he was pretty ripe at 40. Oh, God. Uh, his ripeness... Stop talking about ripeness. <laughs> he, he's been up and down since they officially joined the Big 12, like yes. three or four years ago. Uh, they were knocking on the door, making the playoffs the very first year in 2014, and then Ohio State swept in and what took their spot. What were they in before? The ACC? They were in the, uh... They were in the ACC for like Mountain two West. weeks. Mountain West. Mountain West. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they, they've been on the, the door knocking in. Um, the past three years have not have been a weird roller coaster sort of series of records. Six and seven three years ago, 11 and three two years ago in this past season, seven and six. Last year, we were all very high on Mr. Patterson. I, I agree presume. With Mr. Patterson. <laughs> uh, I built a statue for him. 
You named the stadium. I, I, I named after the stadium him. after him, and you guys built statues. You named the stadium after him. This guy currently mm-hmm. is the second highest paid coach in the Big Twelve at five point one million. Um, so it's well deserved. All the accolades. He is Mister TCU mm-hmm. and Mister um, Patterson. <laughs> so for me, I'm just gonna hold the course. It's not. A, it's not to be a slight or a downgrade to see to say it's a drop from a six to a three. It's just like. He already got a statue. You already got your statue. You don't deserve They're any more money. They're playing at monies. Gary Patterson Field. Yeah, you don't deserve any more monies. Uh, but we would like to see a little bit more progress, Mr. Patterson, on your next <laughs> performance review. Uh, yeah, he's a three for me as well. Can't argue well, with anything you said. Fred. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, GP. GP, are you with me? Yeah, we have in church. We go nowhere. Um, I like Gary Patterson. I think that he should finish his career at TCU and all that stuff. But if he doesn't want to finish that career prematurely, something's got to change. Um, That team was known for being very athletic. They played good defense. And when he has a superstar quarterback, he seems to do okay. He did not have any of those things this year. And they were, they were poor. And then 2016, I think they were just killed by injury, um, which they had a lot of those this year as well, but something's got to give so he might need to fire both coordinators. I think that's a fair assessment. Their, their a points two. per game, they'd been around 30 points the previous two years, and this year they dropped to 20, which is a serious drop-off in the Big 12. You're not going to win hardly any league games by putting out 20 points a game. you got to be in the 30s to be competitive in the yeah. league. So I can 20 points a game is nuts. The fact that they won seven games. Yeah, is, uh, I, can, I can see why you want to fire the coordinators, but Mr. Patterson knows what he's doing. Uh, Hankins, you made you made a, a God's property reference uh, a, a minute ago. Um, ha, have you been uh, following Kirk Franklin on Twitter or any of his current music? No, not in many years. I no. would I would uh, encourage you to 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 uh, look up because I saw something on Twitter where he called Satan the N word. Oh, I did that headline crossed my desk, yeah. but I I just assumed it was a lie. Kirk Fra- <laughs> um, but nope, okay, no. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Franklin is the Who is uh, Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin had a had a hit like years and years ago with uh, what was the name of the song? Hankins. Stomp. Yeah, it was Stomp. It, it, like I think gospel R and B music, and that are yeah. they beating on trash cans and no, 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 okay. no, no. no. <laughs> It was as if free is as if too uh, as if too legit to quit era MC Hammer decided to go full gospel and somehow one of those songs found their its way into the top forty mm-hmm. and you know um, all right let's wrap up this uh, yeah this let's conference. let's move from the dean of the Big Twelve to the green of the Big Twelve oh, the highest paid nice, coach nice. Tom Herman at the University of Texas who is entering in his third year he makes the right. million. (laughs) Uh, He is 43 years old. Uh, Oh, pretty ripe. Pretty ripe. A little bit past due date, you know. But uh, so his first year in Texas, two years ago, he went seven and six. This past year, 10 and four. Lost the Big 12 championship game to Oklahoma. Followed it up by a very great great performance against Georgia in the Sugar Bowl to to get to 10 wins. Um, this next season, I'm going to say it's a, a make or break year of whether or not Texas is back. The schedule beefs up. They play LSU non-conference. Oh, yeah. Um, they've got a – this past year, they got over the hump, and they beat Oklahoma in the first game of the regular season. they got to win the Big 12 championship for me to 
for me to warrant this sort of check we're cutting to... Yeah, were they 0-2 against Oklahoma this past year? They went 1-1. They split. Oh, okay. 1-1. One one. Uh, but Having but for fall. me to, to extend the contract, <laughs> he's got to do it twice. So give me another win over Oklahoma and give me that Big 12 championship. <clears throat> you can I'll, I'll, I'll give you the mulligan loss to LSU, but you got to win the Big 12 for me to unshelve the money. So it's a three for me. He's a three for me as well. I think... Uh, during take one of this episode, I originally had him at a four, um, just because I was ready to say Texas is back. Mm-hmm. But you look at that seventeen and ten record over two years, <clears throat> you know he'll he he he'll probably deliver another ten win season because it's in the Big Twelve. Um, and twenty percent of those losses are to Maryland. He lost oh, twice yeah. to Maryland, and that, yeah, that was another uh, yeah. deciding factor to downgrade him to a three for me. But yeah, I mean, I I hate the guy's guts. I think he's a perfect foil for Lincoln Riley. Uh, You're at, right. at he's, he's not likable. He's very he's not. Rough. He's an asshole. He makes he like taunts pl- uh, opposing teams' players yeah. on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. He's a piece of shit. But hey, that's Texas. So uh, yeah, he's a three for me. Uh, if there was a knock on Tom Herman. It is that outside of big games, he is a very suspect coach. He somehow is able to get his team up usually for big games. That's how he kind of made his bones. It's like he gets his team super high to win games that they're not expected to, but he also loses games that they definitely should win. Um, it is a three right now, but it is make or break. Like we were ready to say Texas. I don't know. People force fed that Texas was kind of back last year because they had a decent year. And I mean, beating Oklahoma is not nothing to uh, sneeze at, but Maryland loss and three other losses on top of that. We're going to stay the course right now, but this this thing is too – they're paying him too much money and there's too much expectation for him to just kind of middle around here. Agreed, yeah. That's it. That's the Big 12. That's the Big 12. Uh, this is us trying to do a compact episode, uh, approaching the 44-minute line. Um, Hankins, <laughs> how did Liverpool do? Is it still nil to nil? It fucking nil nil draw. Oh, they finished the, the extra time. <laughs> we didn't. There's no extra time. It's just a regular what? table match. Man, just make the nets bigger. Well, there's extra. Yeah. I don't want to two have balls yeah, on the two, field. How about two know. nets on the side? Yeah, Ooh, all that. I stuff. like that. Yeah. Two nets on the side. Harder to defend. Uh, throw the flag. Episode 108. This has been rating the coaches. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. If you would like to do more for us because honestly we give you so much week after week you know tell your friends we thrive on word of mouth freak rate review subscribe but keep listening or go to ttfnetwork.com and patreon.com slash ttf if you'd like to support us in a more personal way and become a patron of our podcast next week big 10 and oh yeah just big 10 and illinois that's gonna be fun
Now. 